From Brooklyn, New York, this is Foursome. Anthony, how are you doing? Doing pretty well. Woke up uh, about two hours ago. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Dated reference, but yes. <laughs> okay, but the, I mean, what other references about waking up are there besides Hillary? That's Duff? true. I'm just salty for that song for blocking bad romance from number one. Wow. We're, we're really going for the dated references, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> How was your weekend been so far? It was pretty good. I had a mostly chill weekend. Um, went out both nights, but uh, chill. Chill. A little turn, a uh, little dancey, dancey, twirly, twirly. That's always good. Yeah. We uh, we haven't seen each other since since it's been a while. I it's feel like it's been a while. Right. You are uh, Mr. Mr. Worldwide Pitbull Dolly <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> well, if you feel like, yeah, if you if you define Mr. Worldwide as going to Toronto, then yes. <laughs> It was really fun. Toronto is very... It was really cold, first of all. I'm never going back. How, how did you keep warm? <laughs> okay, well, well, let me tell you something. My friend who lives there, I, I, I promised I would go visit her. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, the flights are so cheap this weekend. I wonder why. And I was like, oh. mm, it's because it's the fucking winter. Yeah. It's going to be so cold. It was really cold. But it was really fun. Um, she's moving out of the city in a little bit, so... I wanted to go visit her before before she would uh, she she would leave, and it was nice. We went to the gay bars. Um, we went to a drag brunch, that was very interesting. My friend was like, "Oh, we're gonna go to a drag brunch," and I have you been to a drag brunch here in New York? You yeah, have, I've yeah. never been. I had never really? been to one. No, we should go one day. Well, wait, why did you have a bad experience? Well, okay, the thing is, no, the thing is, I feel like drag brunches are such such like a really hot mess. It's very crowded. It's very loud. And you just get wasted. Yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> okay, anyway, so we went to the drag brunch, which it was probably the most Canadian drag brunch ever because, okay, first of all, you know how they say that? Well, I don't know if this is common knowledge, but that the drag queens in Canada are not good. Okay. Except for allegedly Brooklyn Heights, who lives in Tennessee, but somehow claims herself to be a Canadian queen, but more more to come on that. <laughs> so, we went, so we went to the drag brunch and... I show up and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. Like, this seasoned drag queen is going to be there. And I was like, oh, she looks older. You know how, how old she was? 23. Oh, shit. <laughs> and she looked at least 35. I was like, oh, Lord. And she was like, yeah, my, my, my name is, what was her name? Erin Bronkovich. And I was like, mm, interesting that a 23-year-old would pick Aaron Bro- an Erin Bronkovich yeah. reference. Anyway, because I was like seven when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we went to the drag brunch. The first thing I noticed were that there were a lot of families, which I was like, interesting. Um, the second like thing- Like with kids? Yeah, with children. Oh, shit. Not like teenage children. Actual toddlers were there, which I was like, interesting. Then um, it was at a bookstore that in the weekends they convert to a restaurant for drag brunch. I'm kind of liking this. So I was like, <laughs> interesting. Then the first number that the, one of the drag queens did was Let It Go in Serbian, which I was like, okay, interesting. And she even went outside. You know how I feel like that's like a thing people do at drag brunch. The, the, the drag queens will go outside and like do like a little, a little performance or yeah. whatever. So she went outside in the freezing cold. I was like, girl, I do not support that. You're going to freeze your ass off. But she still did it. Um, and then the nice part actually was that then it hit me 
that these were gay parents with their children. Oh, how nice. And that part, I was like, I was like, okay, this is actually kind of cute. But then also part of me was like, wow, I would never see this in New York. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. And the adults were drinking, too. Actual daddies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there were mommies, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, everybody was there. It's like there was a straight straight group uh, who was celebrating somebody's birthday. There was the parents with the children, both gay gay dads and lesbian mothers. Were you on the prowl for... Well, the thing is, we were in the very corner, and a we were next to we were next to a non functional radiator, so I was freezing. Okay. I was like with my winter jacket the entire time, but there was a cutie sitting next to us. So I just kept eyeing him and looking at him, and I was like, "Hi, mm-hmm. hello, but hey, hi." I just kept looking. Want that Canadian bacon? Uh, <laughs> no. Anyway, but Canada was fun. We went out one night. Um, my friend also invited one of her coworkers, who I thought was her friend, but was not her friend. So as soon as he showed up, he thought that I just wanted to make out with him, which I didn't, but in true Jose fashion, I still did because I felt bad. <laughs> so as soon as he went for it, I was like, okay, well, Okay, I'm roll with it. I was like, all right, whatever. Oh, oh my God. Okay, so two other highlights. When we were at the, the bar in Canada, we went to the gay, like the gay street, there's like a gay area and it has a lot of bars. Um, it was nice, really big, really spacious. And then I was like, I just want to dance and they were playing good music and I was really excited until at midnight, they have an ass competition for like that runs okay. for like no joke forty five minutes of men just showing their asses. Okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I just want to dance. Yeah. That could be fun for five minutes. It was forty five minutes, and they yeah. just kept, kept, just have the finalists and put five asses there, clap, oh and then the winner, the best ass. You don't need to do a forty five. It took so long, and it was kind of boring. I thought it was a little bit trashy. You were like, I could have beat any of these contestants. <laughs> Actually, no, because my butt's really small, but I have legs. That's my that's my asset. If, okay, if Naomi you, Small. <laughs> what do you call that? Fashion. <laughs> so anyway, so that was, I guess, not a highlight. But, um, so I'm not a weed smoker, but we went to a dispensary. Ooh, okay, in this Canada. is going to be fun. Okay. And we got... Wait, wait. I'm not a weed smoker, but you went to Vegas, so then you had a similar story. Okay, bitch. I had edibles at Vegas, yes. Okay, okay but I only do it where it's legal. Okay. Uh-huh. So, um, my friend was Are like... Are you listening to the FBI? <laughs> okay, it's, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't smuggle anything back with me, and it was... You know, I, I did it in places where it was legal. Yeah. So, anyway, so um, we went to a dispensary, which... <laughs> I don't know why. It's like a um, speakeasy, kind of. Where okay. they pretend like it's a cafe bakery, <laughs> they give you a number and then they call you and you can go upstairs to buy whatever you need, which okay. I was like, okay, interesting. Only in Canada. Um, so then we go, we uh, we first check in and they give you a number, and then the girl who's checking us in is like, "What's up?" <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> so she gives us a number, just like it's a twenty minute wait. And my friend was like, "Do you guys still sell edibles?" And she was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so we were like, "Okay, great." <laughs> so then we go upstairs. Um, and then we waited for 20 minutes. We go upstairs and then they have everything possible that you can imagine. All these edibles that I've never seen in my life. Rice Krispies, brownies, gummies, everything. Ugh, gummies. So then I was like, all right, just like, you know, we, we want edibles. We just want gummies. And he was like, okay, like, how strong do you want them? How much? And I was like, fuck me. I was uh, like, I don't know. Like something regular. I don't know. I mean, I've never, I don't buy weed, so I don't know. Yeah. So we ended up buying this packet of gummies and it was 11 Canadian dollars. For a package? 
Uh huh. Like, oh, mm, okay. that's like nine US dollars. A and then B. Do you want to go to Toronto again? <laughs> I mean, honestly, and again, I've been high like maybe two or three times in my life, Vegas included. And the other two times were most likely with you. <laughs> but this is like the best high I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. I was like, holy. Well, is it more like mile? I, I say it as if I'm like, I'm the best high ever. Um, no, I just felt good. Okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, I was like, holy, and I gave some to my friend, and she was like, I don't want to take it, I'm like, well, what? I'm not going to do it by myself, and at that point, it was too late, because I already, already took them, right? I already eaten the gummy, so she was like, just start with half, which I did, and then, tip, typical me, then I was, I still, like, took another one afterwards, but the nice thing is that, obviously, I didn't eat all of them, I had leftovers, Yeah. so before flying, I took one, it was the best flight oh, ever. Oh, yes, it's... It's always a calming flight after you take an edible. Oh, it was amazing. I was wait at one point I was waiting in the floor to board and I could I felt like I was melting into the floor. I was not <laughs> relaxed. <laughs> so anyway, that was my Toronto trip. Oh fun. And now I've been back working nonstop. Um but but yeah, it was a fun trip. I would I I think Toronto is probably a lot more fun in when it's not freezing. But if we are, if we ever go, I feel like it would be a good time. We should go. And the gay bar, yeah. it's it's close. You can and it's get, cheap. I it's mean, cheap. You know, and, and you can even drive as well, huh. which is road it, trip. Road trip. Although it's kind of a long road trip, but, but play the tunes. What, what? Stop at Chick Fil A. <laughs> that seems contradictory. Play the tunes. Da, 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 da. Have a pride playlist. Yeah. Go through the drive through at Chick Fil A. Yeah. We're a bunch of faggots. <laughs> So what would you recommend? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I don't see that on the menu. What's the Lord feeling like today? Mm-hmm. Oh God, this is getting borderline inappropriate. Okay, so yeah, that was my weekend. And now, now we've been back to New York, hope, hoping that the winter will finish. It's officially March, which seems crazy. But that also means that award season is finally over. And we have a winner For of the award season, I think, oh, overall. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, what do you mean? true winner. The true winner with the most awarded song of the modern days. <sighs> I mean, Shallow. a lot of people have been getting robbed, you know, best actress category. That was not robbed. All stars. <laughs> three and four. Three and four. And possibly one. And one. Oh, for Raven? Yeah. Okay. And two. No, not two. Katia. Okay. No, no, no. Alaska deserved it. She was a deserving winner. Okay. But yeah, so now that award season is over, the Academy Awards finished, which I cs probably like the 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 last sort of biggest awards show of the season which i think is also happens to be one of the most important um and as expected and predicted by me ages ago i said it i said it that lady gaga was not going to win for actress but she was going to win for shallow she did yeah and she won for shallow she won her academy award the straights love the song soccer moms love the song it's (laughs) number one everybody loves it everybody loves it and it, it, did you see that 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 uh, that fact on Twitter that apparently it's it's the most awarded song of all time? Oh yeah, or yeah. something like that. I mean, I'm not surprised. I saw it and I was like, well, scroll, but keep scrolling. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Breaking records. She did break records. She does she's... live for the applause. Oh, okay, no, 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 no. That's that's going back to the dated reference. Take my hand, stay Joanne. Oh, you hate that song. I know I hate and that's that why I want a Grammy. Yeah. And I also, also evidence, I was listening to our old episodes, I said it, that it was a good song, and it won. It's okay. The best, the best song from the album, Joanne, because it No was way. <laughs> okay, that's the way too strong. <laughs> okay, so Lady Gaga goes to the Academy Awards. She looks beautiful. She's wearing that big-ass Tiffany diamond uh-huh. that she, somehow she got alone. Because um, apparently she's only the second person to ever wear it or something right. like that. Yep. So I don't know how she managed to do that. 
Um, and after watching Ocean's 8, I was like, I'm surprised people people lent it to her. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's... Is a- Rihanna in the crowd? Because <laughs> I want to be scared. <laughs> She's hacking into the system. And Aquafina was there, so she could have helped, yeah. you know. And Hathaway, <laughs> where, where are the rest of them? <laughs> where are they now? Um, I'm pretty sure Sarah Paulson must have been there as well, I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, she looked great. Um, Mark, Mark Ronson, obviously, was there with her. Um, and then they performed, of it, which I happen to think was one probably the best one of the best performances I've ever seen at the Academy Awards for uh, for best original song. What did uh, you think about the yeah, performance? I mean, I loved it. Obviously, it was I amazing. Her, I love him. Love it all. It was so good. I just love how dramatic it was that they it begins. They get up from their seats, walk over. <laughs> I'm like, okay, these dramatic motherfuckers. My ass is like, this is the most Gaga thing you could have yeah. ever done. Like it was, che- like it was borderline cheesy, cheesy, dramatic as fuck. Yeah, looking Extra- into each other eyes. Yeah. like, okay. <laughs> but the girlfriend so- just looking on, like, okay. <laughs> what am I going to be surprised by today? But it was so good. Basically, the crowd is like, kiss, kiss, kiss. kiss. <laughs> I know him when he sat next to her on the piano and like I think she leaned her head over to him and everything. It was gorgeous. I mean, I wonder why Gaga broke off her engagement. Well, do you really think it was because of Bradley no, Cooper? I'm joking. No, I'm I don't joking. think so. She she actually she went I saw an interview, she again Lady Gaga is really just so hard to stand for, I think, because as soon as she did, like has something super redeeming, then she goes on and she does something extra as fuck. Okay. So she goes to Jimmy Kimmel and then she brings a purse and then Jimmy's like, "Hey Gaga, what's in your purse?" And then she pulls out the Academy Award. <laughs> so I was like, mm, "Okay, interesting." But in that interview, she said he asked her about her and Bradley Cooper, and he, she was like, "No, we did a good job. We wanted to evoke love with that performance, which is what everybody got. But there's nothing else between that besides that." Um, and then she also said, like, you know, people saying this really proves to me that social media is the toilet of the internet. And I was like, wow, Gaga, that's a good one. That's going to that's gonna be quoted for a long time. And after that, I've seen so many of those quotes on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's even made it to LinkedIn. That's the impact oh, that she's wow. had on this. Her power. Her, her power. Her influence. Oh, my God. But, I mean, now, I, I, think, I think, I really think she cemented herself as one of, like, the bi- biggest entertainers of our generation. Katy Perry, who? I wouldn't consider her as, like, an entertainer, more of, like, a pop star. I mean, during the applause versus roar, um, it didn't seem like Gaga was going to fare well. And <laughs> now 365, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Dude, that's always so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, but see, th- that's what I was thinking the other day. I was like, wow, I mean, good for her. Now, she could have been, like, where Katy Perry's at right now. Struggling. Yes, yeah. And first, for a while, we were unsure. I mean, after, once that Joanne album came out, we were like, mm. and she was trying to promote Million Reasons to try to be, like, serious for, like, a year and a half. <laughs> the never-ending then- Million Reasons. Million Years. Million Years <laughs> promo, bitch. And then following up with The Cure. Yeah. Mm. Oh, good song. Good song. It's good song. No but- promo, no promo. <laughs> but it was, but it was, but it was more of, like, she was trying to, like, Put, be herself back in the put herself back in the relevant lane yeah. or the lane of relevancy. She was struggling a little bit, but I was I was there since day one. You were there. You were you never were off the board. Her. I yeah. didn't support Joe and the song, <laughs> but you were still I supported the sta- album. You were still standing. Perfect illusion when she was doing the yep. Bud Light tour, dropping a, bu- uh, a beer, uh, a bottle of Bud Light yeah. all over Bud Light all over her head. At Metro, I'm like, huh? Should I get a Bud Light? <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> really good promotion, <laughs> huh? Because yeah. otherwise, when else would you think of drinking yeah. a Bud Light at a gay true. bar? That's true. Um, but yeah, I was thinking that. And, you know, now she, she has her Vegas show. She has an Oscar. She has a, all her Grammys. We have to start preparing for the Vegas show. You got to start teaching me choreo. Oh, my gosh, yes. And we need to think about our looks, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. That's coming up in June, yeah. Yep. Before you know it, well, I mean, it's already March. We're already kind of, like, halfway there. Yep. It's gonna take me a long time to learn the choreo, so it's fine. It's fine. We'll we'll do like um, um you know how like some we'll do Br- the Britney version, like where Britney's not full <laughs> into the choreo. Yeah. You know, she's just like half hitting. Damn, the you do not believe in me. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just, you said it's wow. gonna take you a long time. Wow. Okay, but you also have to think that it's gonna be really crowded, so we can't we can't be yeah. like you know yeah. full on like. But you know, when we're getting drinks, you can be like Mary. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. People are like, wow, they're true stands. <laughs> And that's just going to look at us, and they're yeah. just going to be like, you two, facts. No, not that big. <laughs> Come backstage with me. I'll be like, okay. Um, okay, controversial and powerful statement about Shallow. Do you think it is the song of the decade? It has potential to be the song of the decade. Girl, it's no. 20, it's 2019. We only have one year left. But think back through this decade. What other songs have made such a big impact? I mean, I don't think that's the song of the decade, but I think it could be one of them. <sighs> G-U-Y by Lady Gaga. Okay, no, no, be, be serious. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what else besides maybe like really formation? Good. I feel like that's the other big song. And then I thought maybe if like, you know, song that, songs that the straight people like, but I don't I couldn't think of any because I obviously don't listen to them. Uh, that's actually very <laughs> curious. I mean, I love Shallow, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I really do, but Shallow is, is like a song with universal appeal. That's the thing. There must be another song. I mean, what what did Bruno Mars release? Oh, Uptown, oh. Uptown Funk. Yeah, Uptown Funk. That's the one that Ed Sheeran, Shape of You, that everyone really loves. Yeah, you're right, you're right. There are a few songs. Okay, but Shallow could def- is definitely in that list, I think. I'm trying to see if Shallow is about to go number one on the Anthony Sharks this <laughs> Over turn, let's see if it matches. <laughs> I keep talking. It takes okay. loads for a while. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, you have to tell me what happened on Twitter with Shallow, because you sent because oh. you sent me a screenshot of what the Gaga stance did now. Oh no, it's number three right now on the Anthony charts. What's number one? Now that I found you, the uh, Carly. I know. Yeah, I thought you didn't like it's it. It's not gonna be number one. Always remember us this way from Stars Born. That's number, number two. two. It's going. It's going to be number one. <laughs> okay, fine. Um. The tweets. Yeah, so apparently the little monsters, shout out to the little monsters. Oh my god, never fail to, never fail Gaga, really. Um, the little monsters started tweeting um, a, a fake Starbucks promo <laughs> that had this graphic that was like, uh, stream shallow, and send, a, send us, a, tweet a screenshot of you listening to shallow and you will get one free complimentary Starbucks drink. <laughs> Uh, you know, limited time only, la la la. It looked like a real ass poster. So that people were for it. People are tweeting at Starbucks like, I did not get my coupon. I streamed shallow. I tweeted about it. Oh my god. Where's my coupon? Oh my god. And then Starbucks is like, that's a fake scam. It's it's not a real offer. We are looking into this. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. God bless the little monsters. But you know what? She's gonna get her number one. Do you remember in the Joanne era when um, they would make. Wasn't it when they people were offering nudes for the album for the leak? Oh no, that was for Art Pop. Oh. There was Sorry. a thing There was a thing on like some screenshot that was going around and first, like someone on Grindr that was like, 
Um, <laughs> I do remember he's saying He's like, this. what did he say? Like, I'm taking, I'm taking loads to, like, pay for, like, copies of Art Pop. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I just saw people, like, convincing people to buy Joanne, I mean, Art Pop, and then, like, sending a screenshot, and then they would block them. Oh, I mean, that would happen on two. It would be like, <laughs> oh, you want to hook up with me? Cool. But you have to buy a copy of Art Pop, and then, it's like, right afterwards, it's blocked. But yeah. then we one dude that was, like, taking loads for money to buy Art Pop. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then there was, like, a photo of him with, like, Legs up, no asshole. But then just like showing copies of our pop, and people were like couching and like, "Wow, he's a <laughs> diehard fan." What are you? Are you pulling your weight? The youth. The um, youth. But during the Joanne era, um, some little monsters created fake soccer mom accounts. Oh, and then yes, started tweeting at yeah, yeah, like yeah. radio stations, like, "Huh, I really like this song by uh, Lady Gaga, The Million Reasons." Um, <laughs> like. It, it really hits the spot when I'm taking my children to school or something like that. I saw like that, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, the little monsters are never going to fail to surprise us. But this Starbucks... The devil so- works hard, but the little monsters work harder. I'm pretty sure people say that about Chris, Chris Jenner. Jenner. But yeah. more, to come, more to come on that. More yeah. to come on that. Um, one of the other big highlights of the award season now that it's over um, is that... I mean, to my surprise, I didn't think this was going to be this was gonna happen, but Casey Musgraves ended up winning four Grammys, which now... She has a total of six Grammys, which is six more than Katy Perry, FYI. Um, and Nicki Minaj. And Nicki Minaj. But she has more than... Nicki has zero as well. Yep. Oh, I thought she had at least one. Because Bradley now has one. <laughs> yeah. And Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Casey Musgraves has, has six Grammys now. And she even won Album of the Year, which she was even shocked about. Yeah. Which I was surprised about. I love well. that meme. Which one? Of her just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, but I have to say, so here's the thing. When I first heard about Casey Musgraves was when she won her first Grammy, her first two. Um, She performed the Grammys, and I remember watching because she was nominated against Carrie Underwood, and she won, and everybody was like, who is this, and why did she win? And she won for this, I think, that first time she won Best Country Album and and then also Best Country Song, which was uh, Merry Go Round. And her songs are really cute. They're full of metaphors, kind of sad, kind of country, but also, like, cute. She's really cute. Um, So then... Shortly after that, she did a CMT Crossroads with Katy Perry. So, one of Casey Musgraves' biggest song is Follow Your Arrow. I don't know if you've heard that. From her last album, Country Song. Or from her first album, rather. So, anyway. So, they would do songs together from Katy Perry. They would do songs together from Casey Musgraves. And then Katy Perry has the nerve to say, in the concert, she says... (laughs) You know, um, Katie and I ha- Casey and I have been friends for a long time, and she wrote this song, and then she sent it to me, and I said, Casey, you have to keep this one. This one's going to be a hit. <laughs> Fast forward, then she wins Grammys for them. But I'm like, mm, Katie, I doubt that you said that. So anyway, they sang it together in that CMT Crossroads. She won the Grammys, and then now she released this album um, with that. I don't What's the name of the album? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Highest Hour or something like that, I think. I have to verify that. Um, but she wa- she wins four Grammys, and she's also like a suit. Yeah, it's Golden Hour. Oh, okay. You would think that I'm a fan, but I mean, I'm not a fan. I just like her. Golden by Kylie Minogue. No, not Golden by Kylie Minogue. So she's won. She's had six Grammys, and I always like. I saw her in concert because she had a Christmas album. I went with my ex. And we were okay. He loved her, but. She had a Christmas album? She had a Christmas album, huh. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. She even covered Feliz Navidad in Spanish. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bilingual queen. She's yeah. not bilingual, but she's... 
Apparently she covered like uh, Selena. Yes, exactly. Okay, so here, here are the reasons why I stand for her. First of all, she goes to Texas. She's from Texas. She does a concert in Texas, and she covers the most iconic Texas superstar, Selena, Selena, or whatever people call her in the U.S., and she does the entire song in Spanish. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I didn't watch the clip. I was gagged. I just saw it on Twitter. My brother sent it to me. I was di- I honestly, things like that, like that make me like flip the chair. I'm like, oh my God. And after the Drag Race finale, uh, she invited Monet and Trinity on stage. And she was a guest on Drag Race and she looked amazing oh, yeah, when she, she was on. She probably looked the best of all the guests ever. Really? I think. I mean, she I can't think amazing. of anyone else that like slayed the runway like that. Well, she was on when Sierra was on as well, right? I think Sierra and Casey Muskers were the guest judges that episode. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, that's like the best guest judge panel ever. Too. Right. Yeah. They look they, they look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. She looks so good. So I'm thinking now, is Casey Muskers going to become the next gay icon? I mean, I show you all the memes, right? Where she retweets, like, what was the one I sent to you? There's an orange and new black moment where, like, uh, one of the characters is defending, like, um, a gay character and it's like those faggots are my friends and then it's like the tweet is Casey Musgraves to God trying to get her gay friends into heaven those <laughs> faggots are my friends <laughs> and then it's like Casey Musgraves has retweeted this <laughs> yeah she loves her gay fans yeah I don't know and she's also very she's I feel like she's not somebody that you hear about a lot you know like her music for my opinion, isn't even that popular. It's not as mainstream as other artists, right? Uh-huh. But she she's into, like, you know, all her gay fans, and she was in Drag Race, and she invited the queens on stage, so... <laughs> I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping for, for pop crossovers from Casey Musgraves. Maybe maybe it's time. Yeah. Be- because with, with one of her, her songs of her newest album, um, High Horse, is more of, like, it's not as country, it's more of, like, dancey country pop, I guess, is what do you call it? Or disco. Um... So yeah, I'm hoping for um for Casey Musgraves moment for a moment. Yeah, she's so I, pretty. I was she's beautiful. Yeah, and she's also really like really. I think she's more of an introvert because even in interviews she doesn't really speak a lot. And people, people her her um Instagram name is Spacey Casey, and people say yeah, it's for a reason because she's dumb. But I don't think she's dumb. <laughs> she doesn't come across. As she's so funny on social media. She is. Yeah, she really is. That's like um, one of the Kardashian posse people posted a photo of them uh-huh. and then in the background there's a billboard uh-huh. of Casey Musgraves album it's just like in the shot yeah. but then for some reason <laughs> they blurred it oh, I remember this yes so then Casey Musgraves like it's like what she like, <laughs> she like posts the photo but then she posts another photo where like now like the billboard is fixed but then she blurs out the face of like the <laughs> person that's so funny I know I like her I really, I'm a big supporter. I'm a big supporter. I, yeah. I don't love her music, but I love her as a person, which I think sometimes is more important. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So that's a perfect segue into um, Drag Race, you know, given that Casey, uh, I guess it was after the Drag Race finale for All-Stars that she invited Trinity and Monet on stage. For same that, day. Same day. For that song, High Horse, which both of them clearly didn't know. Um, Drag Race is over. All-Stars. It they seems to me go. like it should be over forever, the format. I know. <laughs> it should be like, and, and forever. Yeah. They need to change up the format again. Or give it a rest. Two was fun because we were gagged by the format. Even three was okay because of the... I don't think anybody, everybody saw all the plot twists that happened. But four was just... Four was okay. It was just bad. Even the challenges were boring. Yeah. 
The looks, the looks were even that memorable. Naomi's probably the only one that I think had memorable looks. Naomi's finale look was fire. One of the best of all time. My favorite, my favorite look from hers was actually the cat lady look. I just oh, thought it was super one. fun and super creative. Yeah. But she had a lot of... I mean, I just... I don't know. Trinity, I guess, had some good looks as well, but I think Naomi won. <laughs> Monet Exchange. And how did Monet Exchange win? Ooh, you shady. But, oh, but okay, hear me out. Like, her looks... I was looking through her Instagram, and I saw her looks, and I was like, girl, how? Yeah, I agree with that. Her looks were always so cheap. Who would have thought Monet Exchange? Not me. I mean, I'm gagged. I mean, I I guess she's charismatic. She's charismatic, and she is a good lip syncer, and she's fun. But I don't think she's anything special. I don't think she's a winner. No, me neither. I mean, for that matter, Trinity was more of a winner. I think. I think so too. Even Naomi. Have you seen a clip of them winning? The reaction, and then Trinity's pissed. Shut. <laughs> She's, like, not even, like, saying anything, and she's, like, shaking, and she's, she's like, like, what? And then after, like, two minutes, she's, like, she's, like, okay, I have to be professional. <laughs> you know, I respect that about Trinity. She's a true professional. Yeah. You can tell. Um, so, fast forward, whatever, that, that's over. I mean, I think the end was kind of anticlimactic. Uh, I didn't really care for it. Would you say you were gooped? America? I just didn't care at that point. It was a mess. It was I, a mess. I just really didn't care. RuPaul is just like not giving a fuck anymore. I just yeah, RuPaul is just cashing in the checks, and now Drag Race UK is confirmed. So he's probably like, whatever. I'm bored of doing this in the US. Yeah. Let me hear out my British queens. Um, but it seems like in the middle, in the midst of all this mess, the producers got up and said, "Hold up, we need to fix Drag Race," and they have given us an amazing cast and an amazing premiere for season eleven. What were your reactions from the first episode of season 11? I like season 11 because it looks like there's a lot of unpolished people. So that means it's going to be a mess. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. But not that many unpolished queens. I mean, it seemed like the first episode, a sewing challenge. It seemed like they were all like, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. They were like, okay, we're all going to put shit on the runway, but we'll see which one of us is the one that's going to get eliminated. <laughs> I know. I mean, there was only like two good outfits. Yeah, I mean, Brooklyn was nice. She killed it. She and was everyone else was. It was literally like, let's just tape shit on her body, <laughs> and fingers crossed, we make it to episode two. But I will say that plastics look look cohesive. Kind of, yeah, it was it was, it was it was safe. Yeah, it was safe, but it looked well. Yeah, but like she was on the top for a basic look. That's what we're that's that's what we're at. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a red flag. And I think it was Akira also who was on the top, or was she in the bottom? Or was she safe? Which one was Akira? Akira Danforth? No. She, mm. I think it was... There me. were a lot of bodysuits. Let's just say that. Who else was in the top? I guess Vanjie was in the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, which was also concerning, because her look was like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was basic, but I thought it was done well. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I guess. still, like, that shouldn't have been a top look. No, I mean, I think it should have been just Brooklyn on top because she was by far the best. Yeah, there was no even comparison. It was giving detox esque. It was right with the, with the latex. It, yeah. it was. It was. It was. Um, did you know that apparently, uh, Brooklyn Heights and Vanjie dated? I did not know that. Huh. Yeah, which I don't know if that's true or not. Vanjie. But I heard that. Oh, you know, I overheard overheard at a gay bar. Huh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wait, after the season. During the season? Before the season? I guess 
during and shortly after. Huh. Oh, so they must have really hit it off. Yeah. Huh. Apparently, they, apparently, there's an alliance between both of them, but then that really just meant that they were... Fuck it. Doing the hanky-panky. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. So anyway, so yes. But so going back to, to all the queens, I said this last episode, one of my, my preseason favorites was Silky. Sil- <laughs> and then after watching the first episode, I was like, please get her off. Somebody oh, eliminate her. Lord. <laughs> she is loud. She's annoying. I'm like, damn. She picks up Miley Cyrus and starts swinging her around. I'm like, bitch. Yeah. I mean, I have to say that a lot of times characters with that big personality do well. And I thought I would like her, but it's too much. Girl, it's Eureka part two. Oh my gosh, no. I don't think any... Yeah. I, when I saw Eureka come back uh, for oh this episode, God. I was like... PTSD. Oh, not again. <laughs> not again. Please, oh no. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, I just... I feel bad because I think Silky does have a likable personality, but it's just... She just does not stop. No, it seems like she gets into fights with that. I mean, it seems like she's... I mean, in Chicago... Have you heard of this drama in No, no, no. Apparently, someone wanted her for a gig and was like, okay, like, all you have to do is... Just like you don't have to perform, all you have to just do show up. is just show up, just like have drinks, just mingle with people. Yeah, I can give you. But they were like, it is pretty low, fifty bucks. What? Okay, that's not. No, I know. And then Silky is like, uh, I can't do. I sorry, I can't do fifty. And then he's like, Well, I can do one fifty. It's only for an hour. And then she was like, No, no thanks. He's like, Okay, that's understandable. Sure. But one fifty is like kind of around the standard rate. Oh, right? is it for I, a non-drag race? I, oh, for before drag race. Right. Okay. 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 So then, um, but apparently she, um, she went to the gig anyway uh-huh. with her friends and uh-huh. was like trying to get in for free, causing uh-huh. a scene. Like, I'm on Drag Race. Why can't I get in for free? Uh-huh. Goes in, starts like bad-mouthing the promoters uh-huh. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to the promoter, she didn't realize that it was him that she was um, messaging. Was like, oh, this is such a shit, like, space, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And it's like... Can you believe that this promoter was only trying to pay me 50 bucks? And he was like, that's me. <gasps> and I offered you, like, up to 150 That's all I can offer you. Yeah. And I got you and your friends in for free. Oh, my God. So she's just being, like, dramatic, about, extra yeah. as fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then Vicky Vox is tweeting about, like, bad interactions with her. Oh, no. Working with her. Yeah. People that's don't so seem to like her. See, I feel like a lot of times if you have a loud personality, you turn, you're very polarizing. So either people love you or people really hate you. So that's potentially something that will happen to her, even post-drag race. I don't know. I think she's going to be hated. But I don't... Oh, okay. Uh, but, people are already getting attitude check. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Which, by the, by the way, by the way, that is very similar to what local drag, drag, drag superstar in New York City, Booty LaFerris, does. When she asked the crowds to say, like, give me a fuck, fuck you, fuck you, bitch, whatever. So I was like, hmm, this seems oddly familiar. No, people were tweeting that it's not hers. Oh, really? It's from someone back in, like, the 2000s, like, this one person. Oh, I but People know. were like, oh, it's not like she said it was hers. But they sure. were like, this is, like, that's not, she didn't come up with that. Yeah, originally. yeah, she, she did say that people do it at, at my shows or yeah. whatever. Is it, but didn't Adore Delano do something similar to that with the party? Oh, party. Apparently yeah. party was not hers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, okay, so anyway, so Silky, you know, disappointing. Girl, I cannot, uh, and she's been, people are saying, like, she might be dropping references to her being, making it till the end. Oh, no. But I'm also, like, messy. Week one, you're a little bit tipsy at Roscoe's, and you're, like, making references, like, oh, girl, like, <laughs> you better get used to it, because I make it all the way. 
Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, that's not good. And this is a lot, bitch. This, this is gonna be a long season because there are a lot of queens, you know. When she makes it all the way. I'm killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun to have her stir up the pot for like four episodes max. Yeah, but I'm not more dealing than that? with Eureka part two. No. Yeah, absolutely not. But I think her and Eureka are different. At least, I don't know. I mean, they're different kinds of annoying, is what I would say. Just because they're big doesn't mean that they're the same, Anthony. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're <laughs> just both annoying. True, 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 true. Okay, but on a more positive note, who are your favorites? Who are your standouts? I don't really have any favorites yet. Okay. I only like right now Sugarcane. I love Sugarcane. Supporting local New York City drag queens, yes. She stays in her lane. She's smiling and warm. She's very likable. Right. But she's not like, she talks, but not too much. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. And then when you do get camera time, she's like listening to people, mm-hmm. laughing, and just smiling warmly. Mm-hmm. Giving me early Katya vibes. I get it. I can see that. Yeah. I like her. You haven't seen her stress yet. She's just like rolling with the punches. Like, I'm happy to be here and I'm going having to Having a good time. Yeah. She's having a good time. Yeah. I like her. I also like Plastique. I know that you don't like her as much. But I do think she and Sugarcane are probably like the potential miscongenialities of the season is what I, is my guess. Because Plastique is more of like, I think is going to be one of those queens who is going to be very liked. Okay. But I feel like she's a little basic. She is very similar to Pheromone in, in that sense. I it's think. like, why do you want to be RuPaul's, uh, I mean, sorry, next uh-huh. drag superstar, yada, yada. And she's like, um, because I worked very hard. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and that's almost like, we all work very hard, yeah. bitch. <laughs> it's like, girl. I don't know. I, I like Plastique. Um, I think pl- Plastique and, and, and Sugarcane are probably the, the ones that, at this point, I like the most. Because I also yeah. feel like having having the Alyssa Edwards influence, Plastique is going to serve a lot of good looks. That entrance look wasn't that good, though. People were gagging. No, no, People no. were gagging it on Twitter, but no. I'm like, it's not that good. No, I agree with you, though. I think she looks gorgeous. Like, does that, that's yeah, I point. 100% agree. But that entrance look was not gaggy. I think it was basic. I mean, yeah. I think it was pretty standard. It was just like a sparkly, dressy look. Yeah. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I actually think most of the, the entrance looks weren't, weren't as memorable. Yeah, I agree. With there that. wasn't really anybody that that I remember. I feel I, I I remember feeling like, oh my god. Some of them I even thought I was like, wow, are you back in two thousand twelve? Like some of these look Bitch, Coco Montrese's daughter. Uh, god, uh, yes. That's a man, Mari. <laughs> okay, but also, uh, you like, okay, Scarlet Envy comes out, and you're like, okay, that's a man, but are you trying to do it in an arc? Did yes, which way? is what I don't know. Though. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Do I like it? Do I not? It was kind of boyish I'm drag. thinking yeah. about it. But Coco Montrese's daughter was giving off, this is woman, and you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, did she give you Chi Chi vibes, Chi Chi Devane? It would give me worse than Chi Chi. I mean, no, but like looks wise, I felt like she was. I mean, Chi Chi vibes, like early, you know, like struggling Chi Chi vibes. Yeah, but it was even worse. <laughs> yes, but I feel like she she is a good entertainer. I feel like she she has giving. She's gonna give good looks. Or not good looks. Daughter, good performance performances. I mean, the lip sync, she killed it. Yeah. Okay, I was gagged by that lip sync. By the song selection, not by the performance. Okay. I was dying. I was like, wow, this is like, this is the producers thinking about their audience who's watching this show, how old they are, and picking a relevant song to their childhood. Yeah. I mean, not, it was not our If only there were a wig reveal. (laughs) 
Oh my god, yes. Blonde to brunette, be, it's the best of both worlds. Uh, oh my god, oh yes. Oh my god, that's oh it's Hannah. <laughs> oh my god, Hannah Montana Smiley. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. You know what, I didn't even think about that. That's brilliant. If somebody had done that, it would have been a gag. Yeah. I felt bad, so bad for Soju, but yeah. So true. Her look was so bad, yeah. You could tell she was like, she was ready to, uh, well, she was ready, not really. She she thought she was ready this season because in her boy confessional look, she was like extra. Yeah. She was ready with yeah. her like merchandise, little bottle <laughs> soju earring. She was ready, honey. But then she wasn't ready. <laughs> that dress was bitch. It's kept together by tying knots on the back. Yeah. Oh, my God. But apparently she was sick or something, like, during... I don't know. Girl, okay. She had a cyst on her fucking taint. Okay. That's kind of gross. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Too many excuses, episode one. There was, like, everyone was making excuses. Somebody does need to go home week one, and I guess it was so People were like, RuPaul should have had that moment again. Remember when she was like, I don't want to hear any goddamn excuses. (laughs) Yeah, but I think part of me, although it sucks that Soji went home, home first for her, at least she's one of the queens that even though she went home first, people already know her. You know, she is known within the drag community because she does all the, her interviews and the fandom kind of knows her already. So yeah. she, she's not going to she's not gonna miss out for making it into being up episode one versus episode five. Yeah, you know what I mean? Isn't that scary? That must kind of suck. You're like you're or, you're giving Sasha Sasha Bell part two like I've cracked the code. Okay, but like I I've reviewed the series. I know how to play the game. Eliminated first. Okay, but here we are. But on the other side, what if the producers were like, "Hey, we want you on. We're gonna pay you X amount. You're not gonna make it far. And if you're okay with going home first, we'll pay you even more." I don't think that's the case though. I think that happens. I because nobody ever wants to go home first. Yeah. But they can send whoever they want home. True, that's true. They don't need to give a deal to Soju. They can just like be like, "Oh my god, you would be great for Drag Race." Five <laughs> <laughs> week one, five. Bye, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And imagine someone being shady to like Soju now being shady to some queen on like reviewing like, "Oh my god, that girl was such a mess." And it's like, "Well, girl, you at least I made it after <laughs> fucking episode one." No, she's never. She's not gonna be able to be shady. The credibility, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Her brand is no longer credible. Oh, my God. Um, but it seems like most of the drag race drama now is still centered around Monet Exchange, who yesterday, um, I guess it was yesterday, two days ago. Yeah, it was yeah. yesterday, I think. Yeah. Because I sent you this yesterday. She uh, Monet was scheduled to appear in the Haters Roast tour, which is that tour where that video of Derek Barry became very infamous of Derek being just like drunk, drunkenly roasting other queens. That's the whole purpose of the tour. Drag queens are just on stage and they roast each other. Um, and this, honestly, this story to me is super outrageous. Monet, apparently yesterday or two days ago, gets an offer to appear in a Madonna video. So she says to the tour company, she shout says, out to Madonna. But shout out to Madonna. More to come on that. I also have a lot of questions on that. So then, apparently, you know, she says, hey, guys, by the way, got offered to, to like, go see, um, to perform in a Madonna video, so can't make the show tonight. Is it okay if I go? And they say no. Wait, so then, quick aside. Quick uh-huh. aside. Sorry. Sorry uh-huh. to interrupt. Okay, so Madonna casting drag queens in a music video. Oh, I feel like I've... Vogue part two? <laughs> I've... I've Seen that before. Uh, lady copycat, am I right? <laughs> An applause, am I right? 
But were there drag queens in the applause music video? The lyric video. Okay, that's different. Da, yes. da, da. Okay, <laughs> some potato, potato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> yes, I do. I was like, they're not in the video, but then yes, they were in the lyric video. Yes. Um. So so then Monet asked for permission. They say no. She still goes. And then they said, okay, because Monet did this, we're eliminating her from the entire tour. Then Monet says, actually, all the drag queens hate working with this company. They're terrible to us. The fans hate them as well. So, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to continue to do what I need to do. Which, honestly, like, if you get to offer to appear in a Madonna video, I would take that away Girl. on tour. You know, yeah. just... Because Madonna's not going to be like, oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Okay, we'll reschedule. Yeah, of course not. I mean, yeah, no. it's Madonna as well. It's not like... Girl, yeah. It's not, I don't know, it's not like it's like any C-list pop star. She did the right thing. Ashley Simpson, I don't know. Anyway, so she goes, they say say she leaves, and then all of a sudden, the queens are becoming more supportive. Monet posts a screenshot on Instagram of Fifi O'Hara and her text with that company, because Fifi apparently got offered to fill in. Fifi said, hell no, I don't work with that company. Then Trinity also now canceled her contract with, with them as well, and Trinity was also part of the haters roast. She's not there anymore. And now, I guess it's come to light that a lot of drag queens have had problems with that specific company. I don't yeah, really understand people are, why. Yeah, so the Ginger, Ginger mm-hmm. had a, a, a last-minute uh, booking for a TV gig. Yeah. So she had to miss, like, two weeks of, yeah. like, the tour. And people were like, oh, it's only, like, five dates or something, yada, yada. And then they were like, well, and, um, well, so... Uh, Ginger did this. Um, she's can't, she's replaced now by Darian, like for the rest of the tour. Mm-hmm. And but then they do it very shadily. Yeah. They post like a. They try to get like people to get pissed at the queen because mm-hmm. then they post like, oh, so because this person had a gig, we're we're cutting them off for the rest of the tour. But it's like, don't you see that it's kind of making yourself look bad, bad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And part of me is like, do they really pay them that much so that the queens would want like so, so like cutting them off would actually be right. something bad for them? You know what I, I mean? I think it's their tour is more for the people that like Drag Race has been a wa- around for a while. Mm-hmm. So then like you, you know, as the seasons progress, if we're not an all-stars or like someone's faves, mm. you might want, I mean, it's a gig. Yeah, you know? true, 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 true. Um, but the people that they get are more of the popular queens. That's true. You know, they, they have Trixie on, they have Trinity. But they've also banned, like, popular ones. Willem was banned for asking, apparently, Willem asked one of the promoters, like, oh, so, something along the lines of, like, um, how much, like, I don't feel like I'm not getting paid enough, like, how much do you guys pull in? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not fair, banned. We're asking, yep. That's and then terrible. Katya was banned for not sticking to the script. Which is crazy. Then made yeah. fun of for her past drug use. Terrible, yeah. Ginger was... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just very bizarre to me, like, why uh, this production company thinks, like, they have so much power over the Queen's... Oh, and Aquaria hates her, too. Just hates them. Aquaria hates a lot of people, too. Aquaria, I feel like, is more... It's very... <laughs> good for her, though. Aquaria doesn't pull up... Put up a shit. No, she doesn't. That's very true. She just really does. If she yeah. sees something wrong, she's like, "Fuck it, I don't care if I'm losing gigs. Fuck you." Yeah. Good but, for her. And now, I guess her. also, Aquaria kind of knows that she's gonna get good gigs, yeah. and regardless, so for her, it's not no yeah. biggie. Um, but Anthony, there's two things that I don't understand why people aren't talking about. First of all, Madonna is recording a new video for what? That to me is the most concerning part. I'm like, life alert. I'm like, uh, people, like, she's making music. Hello? Is nobody making, like, uh, unless that was a known fact. But it's also like, yeah, were they allowed to say that? I don't know. And then also, number two, 
why out of all the drag queens did Madonna pick Monet? It's also my question. Yeah, Trinity is shook. <laughs> so I'm like, part of me is like, hmm. I feel like people are not focusing on like the really. I mean, obviously it's it was dramatic, but I was like, the the, the key takeaways from this story are not just that Monet got let go, is that Madonna is recording a music video and that she asked Monet to be in it. Why not, why not Monet? Suck it up. Sponge Queen. Soak it up. What, what girl? $100,000. Did you see that tweet? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I was like, uh, what? And also part of me is like, okay, like Monet was in that Super Bowl ad with Cardi B for Pepsi, which already kind of big, just to be like an She must have a great manager. Yeah. Oh my girl. Good gig. She Bob is short. She won all stars. Now she's going to be in a Madonna music video. She's, she does shows with Bob. They have a show together. Yeah. That tours. So I'm like, damn girl, you're so doing like, great. I love Bob a lot more. Where are his gigs? I don't know. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Good for you, Monet. Yeah. I mean, she's like the Kardashians of drag. Making a lot out of nothing. Oh. <laughs> damn, you shady. I mean, don't you agree? I mean, no, no. I mean, I don't want to. With the sentiment, yes. I don't. That's I, extreme. <laughs> That's a Jose original. Monet is the Card- the Kardashian of drag. She didn't even. Did, she even did that. You mean Kardashian it's not Hillary Kardashian? <laughs> Where? What is she doing now? <laughs> She's probably back in New Mexico, still oh, going damn. for gigs. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be mean to Monet. I don't I don't think she's not talented. I just don't think... I just think there are other queens... I think Monet is talented, but she was not a, a winner. She's just not polished, I think, is what it yeah. is. She's not... Her she has a great personality, but if she slayed the runway a little bit more... She didn't, bitch, she came out in a little bodysuit as an entrance look, yes! okay? She was not ready. She looked like a play, like half of a Playboy Bunny costume, yeah. is what, what bitch, her look looked like. Even, even Monique... You have some money, bitch. You can invest in better looks. Okay. Monique was ready and with al- some looks. And also, Monet worked in New York. I mean, yeah. she can see she has so many ideas from other queens yeah. that are doing great work already. And friends who can make her great outfits, yeah. but she chooses not to. <laughs> I don't understand. But also, things she's sliding the runway. What was that? Also, things she's sliding the runway. That's the worst know. part. She's delusional. That's the worst part. <laughs> Didn't it... I was thinking back to this. Wasn't that a challenge once Once that they had to come with, like, a fragrance and one of them was called Delusion? Yeah. It was Jinx. Was it Jinx that did the Delusion one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So part of me is, like, a lot of a lot of people in the world, not just drag queens, put this on every day. <laughs> They're just completely delusional yeah. about what reality is. <laughs> um, okay. So, you know, good for you, Monet. Good for... I, I support her. Obviously, like we said. If I do like Monet a lot. I like her, but I just like her. Yeah. I don't love her. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think she's... Agreed. I mean, she's doing great. Who are we to say, like, oh, you suck? <laughs> she doesn't. She's doing great. But um, but I will say that, yeah, I mean, I just... There's so many other queens that I wish had all the opportunities that Monet's getting, which I guess maybe that just means that Monet's yeah. working harder or smarter, but there are other deserving queens of that, that level of attention and exposure, at the least. Right. Yeah. Right? So good segue into with my Kardashian comment. <laughs> The other big social media feud, which I'm still trying to wrap my head around, um, is Jordan Woods and Khloe Kardashian. Okay, you're going to have to break it down for me. Okay, so I may get some of the facts wrong because I typically do, but essentially what happened is that um, Khloe Kardashian is married to Tristan, and they have a daughter, um, and Jordan Woods has been part of the Kardashian clan for a while. She's friends with Kylie and them. 
whatever. Um, apparently, Jordan Woods went to a party and then tri- in Tristan's house, or they were hanging out and she went to a party in Tristan's house. Um, and she was drunk. Uh, and then she puts her she put her feet on top of his feet. That's what she her story her version of the story. Um, and then as she, as she was leaving, she kissed him, or he kissed her rather is what she's saying. Okay. Um, so that's sort of what sparked the, all of the mess, I guess. Um, she was there until like really late hours of the morning. I guess she left at like around seven a.m. Um, and then basically, yeah, that that's that that's it. I mean, there's no confirmation of whether or not they slept together. She claims that they never had anything sexual or anything like that. I mean, that's at least her words. Um, but this just been like a social media back and forth of everything that happened. Oh my God. And to me, it's like, how did this become so big? First of all, it's crazy. And I guess Tristan had had a, like a shady past, like. Uh-huh. That he had done some questionable things to Chloe already. Um, but this became all of a sudden worse because you know, they were like, okay, Jordan's been friends with the family for so long. She's she's always in their Instagram stories or whatever, or Snapchat, whatever the Kardashians use. So, yeah, I mean, and then apparently, like, the first thing is that they asked her, like, did you do anything? Or and she said no. And then it was only after that she backtracked and she clarified that they did kiss. And she did that in a interview with Jada Jada Pinkman Spitz uh, Smith sorry Will Smith's wife and I was like oh my god the story just keeps getting bizarre and meanwhile Chloe's just on Twitter going off and she was like it's not Jordan's fault it's Tristan's fault for doing this to her family and then Jordan's saying like I'm here to take responsibility I'm not a victim I allowed myself to be in that position so I'm like oh my god like what 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 is going on and also the fact that to me just like I said it seems like they made a big deal out of potentially something that wasn't that big right. but also is this really what the Kardashians just do I mean n- not that that's a surprise but doesn't this always happen every once in a while there's someone cheating on someone yeah and then it's a whole big thing and they clap back they go on Twitter yeah people defend them on Twitter doesn't happen to the Kylie didn't this happen to Kylie with with whom I don't know the one before she had the baby it's happened to all of them <laughs> It's happened to Kim, it's happened to Kyle. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like this is all manufactured. It's all the work of Kris Jenner. Yeah. That's how you were saying, the Gaga, the little monsters work harder than the devil, but it's it's actually Kris Jenner. Jenner. Yeah. It's crazy, I mean, and part of me is like, wow, I really thought about this too, and I was like, because I, I was on Twitter looking for, looking at the tweets and stuff, is people are really invested into this, which is really one of the most surprised about. I mean, I hear people at work talking about it, I'm like, what? Yeah. It's really, it's really just bizarre. Like, and I, this goes back to the reference I made about Monet too. It's just that the Kardashians really—they're just public figures. They haven't really done anything. Yeah. They don't have any sort of fame, or not fame, or like any sort of contribution. They've just learned how to be part of the spotlight and how to capitalize on that. Yeah. Which has then given a lot of people in real the real world delusion that they can do the same. <laughs> Yes, silky. <laughs> Monet. No, I'm kidding. Not Monet. Oh I don't know. I mean, what do you? I it just. It just. It, I think it's just really crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's crazy that we're all invested in their personal drama. Sure, like, sure, sure. Yeah. You would have thought that the average. Uh, if this happened to one of the pop stars, they would have been like, "Please respect me and my privacy." Yeah. Right. 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 Not right. like, let's do interviews. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know why it's so captivating. I know, I know, right? And part of me is like, 
And people have opinions about this, I think. <laughs> it's probably, like, the most... No, yeah. I hear people like, oh, my God, no, but it's it's blah, blah, blah's fault. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Why do we all care? But also, don't you think now that at this point it seems just seems like the Kardashians keep dating problematic men? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I guess, like, that's a reflection of real life. A lot of people... I mean, a lot of times people date problematic people, but... Maybe they just want the drama. Yeah. Why would you marry Kanye? Aren't they married? Yeah, Kanye is married to Kim. Kim, I know. Yeah, but... Oh, oh, I see. I, I, I thought you meant that as a question, like, why wouldn't you marry him? Oh. Like, they're married. <laughs> I'm like, let's just ask him for drama. Yeah. Like, and, and before they got married, they used to be really good friends, I think. And then, and then Kim eventually married him. But oh. before they were like, no, we're just really good friends. And, you know, now they're mar- married and have a family, but... Make that dynasty. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, so one of the things. Um, we have, talking about relationships, um, I know we took a break from this the last few times, but we have another fictional fan letter. Um, this one's very, very interesting. It's a lot shorter, but you have to, you, you'll have to hear it. All right. Dear Anthony and Jose, Happy 2019. I hope, I hope you're celebrating Gaga's win by streaming Shallow nonstop. Hashtag legend. Hashtag by Shallow 19. <laughs> or stream it. Yeah, that's that's helps. That helps these days with the counts. Okay. So I have recently been dating a guy who is typically not my type. He is sweet and he is caring, but also a bit eccentric. He's very opinionated and is not afraid to talk openly about his uncommon hobbies. AKA, he likes playing Quidditch. So I guess that's a thing. <laughs> Okay. Have you seen people play Quidditch in real in, life? Like, fields? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have. It's very bizarre. Anyway, so it says, we have, we have been in many dates, and I can tell he's a great human. I'm afraid to make it official, though, because I'm unsure if he will mesh with my friends. At this point, I can tell he's a really good guy, he has really good intentions, and he's somebody that I would want to share a life with. However, That's his strong. interests and his personality made me feel like it would just be him and myself not anybody else. What do you recommend? Don't. Just kidding. <laughs> I would say maybe see how things go. Okay. And then don't have you don't have to introduce him to your friends that quickly. Meet his friends. See if they're of the similar type. Sure. If they're also Quidditch eccentric <laughs> people as well. If they are, then you didn't have to go through the trouble of introducing him to your friends. That's a good point. So instead of feeling the pressure of you introducing him to your friends, you would want to meet his friends first, so that then you can tell, like, what crap he's dealing with. Right. And if he has a regular set of friends, maybe you could see if he acts normal with them or not. True. But, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I So... If it's somebody who you've been dating for, like, let's say you've gone on, like, dates for two months. Okay. Which at that point, it's like, you know, you have to, it's like a decision point. Like, do you want to keep dating this person or not? Yeah. Do you think you would, you would, like, ask him to, like, go to brunch with your friends or come out on, like, a night out with you and your friends? Like, how soon is too soon to introduce your friends? I think it's early. Okay. I think that's something you do early, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Um, but not to meet his friends first. I agree. So though. if it doesn't that's go well, we break it. <laughs> that's a really good idea. Right? That's a really good move. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then how do you, how, how much of an overlap do you think there needs to be an interest when you're with somebody in a relationship? Because you know how they always say opposites attract, but then at the same time, it's like, if you have nothing in common with somebody, how can you really be with them? Yeah. Right. If you have nothing in common, then no, I feel like there has to be some overlap. Absolutely. But how much is the question? I mean, if there's a total different difference, like this person is a Nord Dirk, n- nerdy dork. Yeah. Wait, what? A Nord Dirk? <laughs> no, no, yeah. What is that? Is that? <laughs> I, meant, I meant to say nerd slash dork. <laughs> a Nork? <laughs> okay. Um, or a Nork? That has very centric... I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The Quidditch thing is a red flag, bitch. Is Running it? Running around in a field, let's play pretend that I catch the snitch. <laughs> That's a red flag. Um, I guess maybe, some people are into that. eccentric yeah. activities, so... If it's not a sign of many other problems, then okay. Yeah. If it's one little activity, that's cool. Yeah. See, I think that it's healthy to have different interests to a degree. Not everything, obviously, but then, you know, you can have your alone time to do, like, what you like, and then the other person, your partner, can have their time to do what they like as well. Right. So that there's things that you can do together, and there's things that you can do by yourself, like, separately as well. Because I think a lot of times when you're in a relationship, you oftentimes fall into the trap of doing everything together all the time. Where it's always nice to, it's always good to have at least a, a little portion of that where you can just do things for yourself. For yourself, yeah. Individually. 100%. I think that's healthy. Um, yeah, okay, all right, interesting. I, I See, the thing too now that I've realized is that as I go on, on more dates now, red, like whenever there's a red flag, there's a red flag for a reason. <laughs> so as soon as there's like, I give people three red flags, and as soon as there are three red flags, I say, no more. <laughs> Even in conversation. Yeah. Because at the same time, like, even if somebody's a really good person and a nice person, that still doesn't mean that you guys are compatible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was I was, I was, was telling Anthony before we started the podcast that I went on a date with somebody, and then he said that... Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Yeah. Long time <laughs> listener. <laughs> I hope not. And then he said, he said that... Um, that he has never been in a relationship. And I was like, okay, not a major red flag, but also not ideal. And then he said that the reason why he hadn't been in a, in a relationship was because um, he gets all his emotional needs from his roommate, who is also his best friend from college, and they've lived together for ever since they moved to New York. And a woman. And is a girl, yeah. I don't know what's worse, if you get all your emotional needs from a female roommate or a male roommate being a gay man. Because you could still Okay, get- if it were the male roommate, I think that's worse, right? I don't know. Is no, it? because that's scary. That, but that's some, that's some like, you guys are dating and he's like, I had to tell you something. I think we should break up. I'm actually love in love with my roommate. roommate. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I guess, yeah. that's a mess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But the other one would be more gaggy if it's like, hey, hi, um, we had to break up. Um, I miss my female I'm, roommate. <laughs> I think it's straight now. <laughs> well, I don't think he's straight. I think he's I, definitely gay. I think I'm at least bi curious. I want to have <laughs> a child with her. Oh my god, no. Bitch. Gag. Gag. Absolutely, yeah. Or she's saying, like, she's always known that I have a, I've always wanted to be a father and she's willing to give me a child. She's three months pregnant with my kid. <laughs> okay, I, don't, I think that would not be as common. But, but yeah, I mean. Can you be the father? <laughs> Do you want to be the father? With me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, look. Red flags are red flags for a reason. If someone is a good person, it still doesn't mean that you guys are fully compatible or you should be together. But if you feel like he's a good person, like Anthony said, I actually think that's the best advice you could give is meet their friends first and see how they are. 
and you know decide based on that what you what you want to do yep okay we've reached that point of the episode anthony for song of the week oh for uh not the uh diva quote do, do you have one yeah but i think you're gonna get it okay okay i, I thought you didn't have one okay yes let me pull it up okay. i'm pretty sure you're gonna get it okay. so i have two ready Okay. Um, but I'll just do the one that's the funniest. Okay. But I'm pretty sure you're going to get it. So this is our new segment, Shady Diva Quotes or Shady Ladies, where uh, one of us will say a, a quote from a, a diva, and then we have to guess who it is. Last week, it was one of Azealia Banks that Anthony guessed. Uh, but now Anthony has one for me to guess. Okay. You're not... You're going to get this one, I think. Okay. I'm good. I'm nervous now. The pressure. Someone is saying this to her. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Sign on the dotted line, but I'm quick to check a bitch if she's out of line. Are you the bitch that she's speaking about? Sorry. Are you the bitch she's singing about? I don't know. I don't... Didn't know she sang. I thought she rapped or whatever. <laughs> That's Mariah Carey. Yeah. About Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Yes! Yes! Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I had another one that was harder. Okay, okay. Give me okay. that one. I don't really know her, but if controversy is what she needs to sell her album, then I'm glad I could help. Oh, that's hard. But that's not Mariah. Is it? I don't really know her. But if controversy is what she needs to sell her album, then I'm glad I could help. Well, give me a hint. I... It's Mariah. Oh, it's Mariah. <laughs> talking about who? Demi Lovato? This is after this person said, Mariah is good for a throwback. Is it Demi? No. Mariah's good for a throwback. No, I don't know. Give me a hint. Give Katie, me a hint. Katie, oh, Katy Perry. Yeah. <laughs> when was this? I don't remember. I think this is around when, um, remember in that one song, I think it's This Is What We Do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This she is how we do, yeah. It's yeah. like, uh, she makes a reference to Mariah, right? Oh, I didn't know that. It's like, uh, something about karaoke, like Mariah karaoke. Uh, I think in an interview, she must have said like, oh, Mariah's, Mariah's good, good for a throwback. throwback. And then Mariah's just like, Okay, I have to say, though, and I, I know I've said this before, but the season of American Idol with Mariah Carey is the best American Idol I mean, Idol you have the ever. best quote. What is it? Um, Not a lot of people have that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you just sang the number one song. It's very difficult to get. Not everyone has that. <laughs> Anthony, she had so many. Like, you have to watch. There's YouTube compilations of just her moments on the show, and they're just so good. But she actually was a really good judge because she gave them really, like, truthful uh-huh. critiques which I thought was helpful but it was so good she was so good at it. Hmm. long live Mariah I'm glad I get but, but the Nikki the Nikki Mariah feud is just like so crazy because I think it's funny because the first time I ever hit her from Nicki Minaj was with that song that she did with Mariah oh, Carey oh yeah check it out yeah I still remember being in Honduras and my brother my little brother showed it to me and I was like oh interesting you were gagged I wasn't gagged. I could barely understood. I mean, at that point, I barely knew English. I was still <laughs> watching Survivor and I Love Money. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Mariah, Mariah. So many quotes, so many moments. I'm sure we'll, we'll probably run across more. Go to the Caution World Tour, everyone. I know that started already. I yeah. wonder how she's doing. I guess she's fine. She has a glitter uh, uh, medley. Oh, I love me a good yeah. medley. Yeah. Does she? What? What? What's in the medley? Do you know? I don't know. Songs off glitter is Justice for Glitter set. <laughs> just a freaking Okay, so now we can move into the final segment, the song of the week. So what is your song of the week? Um, well, there weren't many to choose from. I've been <laughs> bad lately, so take this with a grain of salt. I don't support him. Oh, is it a Sam Smith song? Yes. No, no. Dancing with a Stranger. It's okay. 
Is that that Normani song? Huh? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you, it's Normani, so we can support. You yeah. Behind that. Oh. I feel bad for Sam Smith. I feel like he's so hated. But then part of me is like, he said a lot of controversial kind things. Of annoying. Yeah. I feel, but I feel bad. I feel like, I don't oh know. Oh my God. Have you seen the recent, uh, there was an NBC News article on Instagays. Have you seen this? No. Because it's sparked by like a Sam Smith post. Oh, I did see this. Okay, yes, yes. So I remember seeing um, Sam Smith post something about like a shirtless picture yeah, and saying he's like, like, "This is my body." I've always like, been uncomfortable. Right, right. And then and then they they made a, an article about instagays and about like how they're all right. right. But the instagays that are quoted, they're kind of ma- they're kind of like, "Oh my god, we are doing God's work." But then like the quotes would be like, "Yeah," because it'll be like. So there's not many diverse people sure. on the in the sure. photos. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Well, it's just that when I post photos with more diverse friends, I don't get the engagement that I normally get. I'm like, you're a part of the problem. <laughs> exactly. Do you not hear this? <laughs> that is exactly the yeah, problem. Yeah, they're like, oh, but it's society. But it's like, you're what? the one that's Probably. allowing yes. <laughs> metrics to choose yeah. who you feature on your photos. Yes. It's, it's like, yeah. I mean, like... Women don't really get that much gay engagement either, but I, I mean, I, I, I still do it anyway because it's so like crazy. wow. But I mean, it's also sad because it's also this this false image of like all gay lifestyle is like a gay in a speedo with an eight pack, right? And with like, all pretty friends, all yeah, pretty white friends. Yeah, and yeah, yeah to, it's so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like the insta gays. Well, I don't follow any insta gays. I'm pretty bad. <laughs> I follow a lot. I don't. It gives me I was, yeah, I'm almost like, oh my god, gym, gym inspiration. And then it's just more like, I'm like, oh no. I'm eating like french fries, like, oh my god. <laughs> but I think, I mean, you're probably at a point in your life where that doesn't affect you as much. Because yeah. you're confident, you you have like a, like, you develop your personality, like you know who you are. But for somebody younger, even for some gays that are, aren't in that at that point, it, 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 it can be really hard. I, mean, I still think it does affect me. I feel like I know a lot of, a lot of friends. Sure. Are, that fall into that trap because yeah. some of them also want to be insta gays and I'm like girl mm. you're old enough to know that's not there's the jinx delusion that we're talking I'm about like yeah bitch yeah, you're yeah. old enough to know better yeah like that it's that's not something you should want exactly I can see that if you're 19 and you don't really like shit and you're like oh my god this is ever- okay be a real person yeah can't you see that this is all fake yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right, and it's just like that that image or false image that social media helps yeah. create. Um, so okay, so my song of the week is actually a song that people won't probably know, but it is one of the contenders for Eurovision okay. from Norway. It's called "Spirit in the Sky" um, by a band called I forget how to how to like pronounce it, but it's K E N O. It's K E I I N O. It's so good. So it's basically a trio. Uh, it's two guys and a woman, and one of the guys like chants in like a tribal language, kind of. I think uh, it's so good. I'm gonna I'm gonna show it to you, and I hope you like it because it's my favorite song. And the girl that sings this is such a queen. I absolutely love her. Um, so yes, so we'll add that to the playlist, and uh, you can listen and you can let me know what you think about. I can't wait to hear this. Friend, this guy. I'll show you the live performance too, which I thought it's not like a gag, but it, I think it's super cute, and I think it's 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 one of the songs that I know myself. I know come this time next year, I will still be listening to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah strong yeah, words. Yeah, I know it. I know. I feel the same way for Dancing with a Stranger. Do you? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do you? Do you? It hasn't even charted on the Anthony charts to be. Honest. <laughs> 
I heard it one time in a cab, like, wasted at 3 a.m. Uh-huh. I was like, Shazam. So it added to my library, probably listened to it once or twice, uh-huh. and I'm like, mm-hmm. You're like, play at the gym, looking for a warm-up song. You're like, okay, yeah. I'll, I guess I'll play yeah. it. <laughs> okay, Anthony, any parting words for our listeners? Um, yeah. Keep warm out there. Keep warm, yeah, it is. I, I guess March, you always think it's going to get warmer, but it's not. At least in yeah, New York. stay warm. Um, you know, let me talk to you about gravity blankets. Just what? Pretend, pretend, pretend. What's that? What's a gravity <laughs> blanket? It's like a weighted blanket. I've never heard of that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm pretending that we have a sponsor. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, I know. Or just like, Are you pretending? Or is that real? That's part of the gig. We pretend like it's a fake sponsor, but it's a real oh, sponsor. Yeah, I didn't tell you that we got a sponsor. Who? I'm just joking. You have what? To oh, oh, oh. Oh, uh, Polar Seltzer. Do you hear the clinks in the background? Have you well, heard our straws clinking? Yeah. <laughs> That's the power of, oh, mm, what a great cocktail. <laughs> Made with, uh, this, you know what's making this cocktail, though? It's the seltzer. It's the, it's the flavored seltzer. Yeah. Uh, I wish I knew what flavor and brand it was. Polar Seltzer Watermelon. Wow, strawberry watermelon. Oh, even better. Oh, wow. Exotic. Okay, find it in your local 7-Eleven where I bought it for <laughs> 150 or something. In this weather, you have to pretend to be able to have a tropical getaway. Yeah. And what a better we do it with a flavored seltzer. Am I right? You're right. <laughs> okay, so stay warm and what <laughs> yeah, else? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it? Be good. Stay warm. Unfollow the instigates. Okay, yes, that's what, that was going to be mine yeah. is... Clean up your social media because I've been doing that recently. Whenever I see like a post that I'm like, I don't, oh, I, I either don't know this person or this seems fake or it's just not like. Sometimes a it's fake. fun to follow people that have interesting looks. Yeah, but that's different. That's yeah. different than people who just like post pictures of like a fake version of reality and of their. Or life. it's like shirtless photos. Like two months ago is the anniversary of my mom's death. It's like what? Yeah. The caption is very much not matching the aesthetic you're presenting in this photo. Absolutely not. So yes, yeah, so I I actually think that's really good for your mental health. If you go through your Instagram and if you ever feel like there's pictures or people who are posting stuff that just make you unhappy or that make you feel anxiety or that you should be doing a certain thing or looking a certain way, unfollow them. Clean that up from your from your feed and you know, you don't need extra pressure. Yeah, 100%. Especially if it's social media which we both are always on like just like a regular person and that you're accessing every single day. No, and no extra need for stress in your life. Yeah. Twitter's my favorite one though. Well, cause Twitter has a lot of funny shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like the wise Lady Gaga once said last week, <laughs> or like a week ago at Jimmy Kimmel, social media is the toilet, toilet of the internet. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, that's all we have for today. We we hope you enjoyed this episode. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. I got them all right. <laughs> uh, and if you have anything else to say, you can email us at foursomepodcast at gmail.com or follow our Instagram at foursomepodcast if you want us to read your fictional fan letter or if you have a suggestion for for um, song of the week or if you just want to send nudes. So. Yeah, or send us messages on Scruff. I, I'm not on Scruff. Uh, I'm on Scruff. Oh. I guess you take the grinder market. I'll take the scruff market. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, we'll also, divide and conquer. Also on Jacked. Also on. Um, Are you really on Jacked? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just bored a lot. You're like one of those kids. Hey, what are you doing? Why are you on here? I'm just bored. I'm just bored. Just passing time. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Cool, great. <laughs> okay, bye. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>